Okay. Yeah, this is episode seven of Yellow Colored Glasses. Okay. And today we've got uh, some guys from the Pleasant Hill Fire Department. We got Chief Mark uh, Lopez and Jake Williamson with yep. us, and they're going to be talking a little bit about some some things that homeowners can do uh, with winter coming up, and as far as what we see on the insurance side, things that you know just affect what they're seeing every day, stuff that For affects sure. you guys. And then we're going to talk about some football. We're going to talk about, uh, I think, this homecoming Friday. We got the homecoming. Yep. We got the, the homecoming game, and the, that's um, first responders night, right? Uh, that was this last Friday. Oh, it was last Friday. Okay. 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 So, yeah. okay. Uh, we're going to go through some of that stuff. But really, just to start us off, tell us about your, yourselves a little bit. So, obviously, you're the chief. How long have you been the chief here? I am. Uh, I've only been the chief here for almost two years. So, okay. So, coming up on two years, I'm, I'm new to Pleasant Hill, uh, not new to Cass County. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been here for a long time. Uh, this is my 26th year in the fire service. Wow, so, that's awesome. Uh, worked on the Kansas side, retired over there, and then and then ended up uh, on this side of things. I've always lived in Cass County, but uh, uh, only been here two years. Yeah, it's, how it's you been, like it? It's been interesting. Yeah. Uh, and Jake can laugh about that because <laughs> uh, he knows it. It's been an interesting ride so far. Okay. But uh, as far as the transition the fire department has made has been pretty remarkable. Yeah. In a short two-year period, uh, we've got guys like like Jake. Jake's a little more tenured here with the department. He's been here for a while, so he's he's seen how everything has changed over. And uh, but it's been it's been really good. It, it's getting better, also. Uh, yeah. I'm excited just as the community grows and things that we're doing. Um, I think we're going to continue to grow, but our our fire department's growing as well. So for sure, it's, it's cool, cool. How many people do you guys have on staff? Uh, so full-time wise we have 15 15 full-timers there's myself in administration we have a deputy chief Derek Coulter is our our deputy Uh, we have two administrative staff that that work and that's something that has changed too we we went from uh, doing a lot of stuff in-house and but a lot of stuff outside and we brought a lot of stuff back into our office and gives us a little bit more oversight helps us to be able to be a little bit more efficient that way yeah Um, and then a lot of part-time so we use part-time folks as well because we can gain from their experience and stuff that they do outside um so a lot of a lot of people on staff right at 38 is who we have on on staff uh and jake is is a captain so he works in operations which means uh for us within our dynamic of department he's he's the leader of a shift so he's in charge of an entire shift but uh i'll let him talk a little bit about his time here but yeah he's a he's a captain over c shift okay and on the part-time side i mean Mm -hmm. when the in the fire world there's a lot of guys that are part time that are also full full time, you know. Other places, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you guys still okay. have Cody Smith? At, Unfortunately, no. Or, you guys no. fired him, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my first orders of business when I came get here. Rid of Cody. Get rid of Cody. Get rid of Cody. No, no. Cody's a great guy. He executed <laughs> nicely. Yeah. He uh, he got promoted, I, I believe, yeah. at another okay. organization. So where he works full time, got promoted. Kids are growing up. He just life is busy, and and he couldn't. You know, he really. I think he liked working here within his community, but uh, chose to. So I have a question, and this might be a dumb question, but do you have to live in Pleasant Hill to be a? Okay, I didn't yeah. know if yeah. I didn't know if I didn't know because isn't that like a thing with like police officers and stuff? They have to live, you know, yeah. in the jurisdiction, yeah. jurisdiction, or whatever. There's a lot of it's Kansas City. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what it was. And, and so there's legislation right now that that is is on the Senate floor that's probably going to end up getting passed. That they're for firefighters at least, it's going to be in state law that you can't require any firefighter in the state of Missouri to have to live within the district they cool. they work in. Good. Um, it's of a huge benefit for us because it is appealing that some people may not want to live here or they've got roots somewhere else yep. 
but they're good employees and, and they we want those people here in our community and that's what Kansas City's struggling with because um, not everybody wants to run and live yeah. in Kansas City but you got good employees that, that you know well, your pool gets bigger you know sure like I mean it's sure. just I, why do they do that I mean voting is it is that it what is. it is yeah, it's, okay. exactly it's voting it is. Okay. it's all votes for yeah it's it's voting things. it's political based political, yeah. and, and so if you look at like Kansas City um, great organizations and relationships that I have with people there with the police department and the fire department mm -hmm. so um, the police department just recently released their residency requirements so you have to be 30 minutes within an outlying border okay. so I had several buddies that I mean within a week sold their houses moved gotcha. uh, mm. but now have went from being 15 16 17 year guys at KCPD and went I can retire here now yeah, I, I don't have to live amongst the people that I'm arresting and Correct. doing all that kind yeah. of stuff. I, so they've, you know, they've they've moved to communities like Pleasant Hill, Lee mm -hmm. Summit, you know, Raymore, Belton. They're they're getting outside the city limits and they're going well. I'm, I can I can stay here now. I can have that detachment. Work there work. and yeah. <laughs> live outside of all the yeah. freaking crazy. Yeah. So. so it's pretty wild. So how long how long have you been? Uh, I think I'm going on twelve years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. long time. Has it all been with here Pleasant Hill? Yeah, all Pleasant Hill. I worked part time for Lake Lottawana for a little bit, okay. a few years there. But yeah, I stayed around. I think I'm the only one that lives in district in my whole okay. department now. Actually, yeah, I th we've got one other captain that lives here. Oh, yeah, uh, Doug, right, Doug, Doug lives in town yep. too, but um, don't have a lot of people that live in Pleasant Hill that are that are working here. So, yep. it, in my opinion, I mean that's something that Jake brings to us too—not just tenure of being here, because there are times where I have to come to him like, hey. Where's this body buried? Because like you've yeah. been here and I need to know some information. Yeah. Um, but there's a certain connection there too with the community. Like he's got you know his boys are playing football. It, oh, there's yeah. not a place that typically he doesn't walk into that somebody Someone doesn't know, know Jake. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have to have that connection in the community because it sometimes we're seeing people on the worst day they've ever had in their life. Yeah, and, exactly. and so when when that happens, it's nice of having a familiar face of hey. They, they know him comfort there, uh, it, yeah, there yeah. there's a comfort that comes along that the kind of stuff that we're providing at that point we can't get out of the back of an ambulance or in a fire truck yeah uh, and sometimes that's what those people need it, it's yeah. not any medication we can give it's give them a little bit of jake yeah you know we'll have to talk about this one off the when we're not recording but i'm about 99.9 percent .9 sure that the the story that, that that I have that you think is the funniest story you've ever heard. Oh man! With 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 my buddy Lee, I'm pretty sure he was on that call. This was before he knew me. Um, so we'll, well I remember him. seeing Jake, um, not even knowing who you were, maybe not even your name or anything. Um, when I would work at Price Driver back in high school, about 12 years. Oh ago. really? Yeah. I, mean, uh -huh. I used to see him come in. He was pretty jacked up and I'm like this guy's a firefighter you know yeah, yeah. yeah he's knocking <laughs> stuff off the yeah. shelves like, yes, yes, down yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want you want you know plastic or paper here you know? <laughs> that was when so, you were sacred yeah. um but I, I remember that and uh yeah so anyway so yeah I, I know I've seen you around a lot yeah, man definitely. so so I want to circle back to something you said at the beginning when you said over the last couple of years the way things that have changed in the positive, like for the fire department, sure. community, all that. What are like a couple of things that, because obviously we've got all kinds of voting that happens every few years, all that stuff. What are the things that have, have been some of those changes that are, right. are better? So um, I, I'm not a huge proponent, just me personally, I'm not a huge proponent of tax. Okay. But we are 
a tax-based service. That's what we do in public safety. It, that, that's how these guys make their money. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all tax-based. And so I am a big proponent of using tax money to give the taxpayer the best bang for their buck. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's where we've seen the biggest transition. Um, our, our, our local, we have a, a union that, that our employees are involved in, and they were a big part of helping us get uh, an increase in our tax levy, which was huge. Because um, we had old antiquated equipment. We'd show up to your that's house right. in, in a 1991 engine uh, in 2020 trying to do business in, in a 30-year-old truck. And yeah. so it was largely problematic because that stuff fails and it has issues and it's a safety issue, but it's a, it's a safety issue for our people and 100%. for the people in the district. And the people so, you're serving, yeah. Mm -hmm. So getting that levy adjusted and changed, uh, we are almost at a 100% fleet replacement. Uh, so we've started a, a fleet replacement schedule, getting new equipment in. Uh, it also makes the working environment better. These yeah. guys can hop into a truck um, and, and go to work and rely on the equipment they have. So if, if that's off the table, that means their number one priority is just safety of them and whoever they're taken care of. So yeah. full fleet replacement. Uh, we're also looking at expanding. So um, kind of out to the west of us here uh, in Lake Winnebago, they've, they've extended their lake. So they extended it by about 200 acres. Um, yeah. When they extended the lake, 40 plots of property there on the lake are in our fire district. That's what I thought. So they go to Pleasant Hill School District, They right? do, yeah. So they, okay. they come over here to the school district, um, but we're responsible to cover that. So we've got some, some things that are, are moving as we try to look at maybe building another station. We're going to hmm. have to build another station okay. out to the west to, to cover that area. Um, we've got another fire district over there that, that would love to have that area, but the assessed valuation's super high. Mm -hmm. And so we want that money to stay in Pleasant Hill, local, yeah. we want it to stay local, and uh, so we've got that kind of stuff. Um, I am very, very proud to say that we are the only fully staffed fire department in the county, the only one. You're doing something right. Everybody there. else is struggling to find people, uh, not just in our business, but in society. Mm -hmm. Everybody's yep. struggling to find people, so yep. uh, we're super blessed, and, and you know, I was talking with uh, the fire chief at, at Kansas City as they struggle, and, and uh, Donald was saying, you know, I, man, we just can't, we're offering all kinds of money, we just can't get them, get them here. Yeah. And, and she said, you know, that it's not about the money, we really feel that it's more of a cultural issue. And, and I think that that is the biggest thing that we have seen, and, and Jake may be able to speak to that, because he's, he's a part of that, um, but of seeing the cultural change within our, our fire district here is uh, people enjoying coming to work and, and enjoying what they do yep. and company officers I mean it you know like Donna said from Kansas City was it's really a leadership issue and and, and I think that's where we were it was yep. more of a leadership issue and as we've adjust adjusted some of those things in For management sure. and on the floor these guys are knocking yep. it out of the park and so. that's that's the thing too like it's a challenge to find people right but then oh absolutely it's a challenge to keep people <laughs> right i mean to keep that retention yeah. and, and what you just said being happy to come to work liking the people that you work with liking the way that management and the way you're treated all that those things are so important so that's yeah. Yeah, yeah culture man like that's and i think i mean i know we we preach that here every day you yeah. know i mean it's got to be a good fit you know you could be the best you know insurance sales guy whatever you want to be but if you don't fit our good culture like we're not going to sacrifice everything else that we have you know just to bring on mm -hmm. this person or whatever it may be right like right. culture is the number one yep um when you mentioned you mentioned football and of course again i'm new to pleasant hill but mm -hmm. i was talking with a guy that uh, i knew in high school that I ran into at the at the football field the other night 
and we were chatting uh, and just about and he's like do you, you kind of like watching the football here and I think that when you look at Pleasant Hill football this year, I think that's one of the biggest things that you see in them is a culture that's created on, the, on those guys on the defensive line, the offensive mm-hmm. line. You look at them, and it, it's more than just playing on a team together. Yep, it's whatever culture is being created amongst the students, amongst their coaches and stuff. That's powerful. Yep, uh, and it it. And it doesn't winning. happen overnight. Right. It's you know, that's a, that's a, that's yeah. a consistent. I mean, sure. it's a yeah. delayed thing, like because it you have to put the culture in force, right? right. And then you got to stay consistent with that, right? Yeah. And sometimes that's hard. Yeah. So props, man. I mean, that's all. You know, that's not a lot of people when we talk to them, like you know, it's like, oh, we just need a hard worker and somebody who does their job good, and it's like, no, man, you got to get culture yeah. going yeah. first. So that's that's that says a lot about you guys, I'd say. Um, and that's not without trouble. It, it, I mean, you, you have uh, yeah. there are issues. There's growing pains. Um, there's stuff that we we deal with and we struggle with. So, and two, like you said, you were talking about how it comes with trouble, and it's not one of those things like yeah, it takes it takes a long time to build it and get it to where you want it. But then it also needs nurtured and because it can be just like your reputation, right? As, as long as it takes to build it up and get everything right, it can come tumbling down pretty quick. Bad so, word travels way faster than good, yeah, right? Yeah. You know. So and and the good, you just don't get awarded for that every single day but you know you make one mistake and sure. you get blasted on social media these days so yeah. uh, you mentioned you mentioned the word consistent I mean that's where Jake comes into play because I only have a limited exposure for sure. to staff that's out running calls doing things I mean I'm there every day but he's got a shift that he's with they work 48 hour shifts so yeah. they're there for two full days and even with having part timers so you've got to create a culture within your full time which he's responsible mm-hmm. for but then this rotation of people that don't work with you all the time that yep. work with other shifts he's got his hands full so how so. is that i mean is that is that tough for you i mean um because i'm I mean, sure you're dealing be. with all different types of experience levels right Experience oh. levels personalities i mean it can be a challenge but it starts with us i mean we got to be positive from the very beginning i'm a big believer that start of the shift you know get your stuff on the truck make sure the truck's starting mm-hmm. um and then sit at the table 30 minutes to an hour listen to everyone's life you know what happened on their four days and and uh find out about them a little bit what's going on yeah you know let's let's wake up and then let's go start our day yep be a team yeah yeah you guys are just like family yeah we're family and and we got to start it off in a positive way so yeah if i come to work and i'm positive then that's contagious and you know hopefully it rubs off on everyone else 100 it's so funny like we do the same thing like when we get in the office you know at 9 30 well we get here you know x amount of time but at 9 30 we, we have a meeting and we'll talk about how it was last night how it was just you know just sure. just just normal conversation and then we'll say okay hey now what do we got going on for the day what, yep. what, what do you need help with what can we do what can they what can everybody do right yeah. um, I'm a big believer you're only as good as your team right I mean yep. only people you're only as good as the people you have surrounded by, you sure. know, surrounded with so um, no, no, that's, that's, like, that's you know, funny that you say all those because that's a exactly what we yeah. do and we're totally different industries True. i mean you know and it's just it's it's not so yeah, yeah. Well, none of us are i always use a statement i mean i wear a, a shirt that says fire chief but really yeah. this doesn't no. doesn't mean a 100%. whole lot it really doesn't yeah um we're we're you know smarter together than we are apart we, we've got to make decisions based everybody's on everybody an asset to everybody that's yeah. how we have to look at it it's so like it's, no one's a huge. boss no one's this hey sure. we're all here to help everybody well, and like we have an abc shift i'm c yeah. shift captain but the way we got to look at it and the way i look at it is there is no abc we're all pleasant fire 100 percent. i know yeah that's, that's you know how we, we got to be too. united we got to yeah be there for each other so because we work overtime on each other's shifts all the time get mandatory on each other's shifts so you know hmm. 
And, and the public doesn't see us. They, they see us as one organization. That's what I was so say, yeah. if, if we show up on a call, even on, you know, there are times where I will fill in on the ambulance or I'll hop out on the fire truck, whatever I need to do to help out, that when I show up, this really doesn't matter to them yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they want to know that we're going to take care of them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I've got to be able to get along with whoever I'm working with. 100%. Uh, so, yep. uh, because in our business, it is, it is life and death. Uh, most times yeah and so so you guys got to um, be on sync yeah i mean there can't be any really? yeah i mean you guys gotta personalities wise like you guys gotta know how this person reacts in this sure. situation like right i mean right. like those yeah. are stressful times it's not like sitting out here writing an entrance policy you know like <laughs> this is legit like this is go time <laughs> you know and it's a it's amazing too how the things that you guys are so good at the things that you see every single day and deal mm -hmm. with and it, not, i know everybody's different but it, you guys don't show you don't show that like you don't show how it affects you all the, the things that you see every day mm -hmm. and to us it's just like oh most people i think they just you know it's their job that's what they do um but you guys and i just speak from like knowing my brother you know my brother's he worked for pleasant hill and now he's in nashville yeah and i was just amazed at how quickly he could just put up a a front or a block oh, yeah. to well, it. It's, it's almost like you just get sensitized to it in a way. You get desensitized, but it also goes back to the culture. We rely on each other for comfort, you know, friendships, and we can talk to each other and stuff like that too. So, well, I think that within our business, there's a sense of humor that's created that is unbelievably that. dark. Uh, however, I mean, I think it, 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 it is a, it is a way that there are things that we we can we can run a really bad call and, and say things to each other that normal people, I, I, and I say that very really, I mean, normal people would go, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. yep. uh, <laughs> Jake will laugh about it and we'll, we'll move on and we find that form of relief somehow in, mm -hmm. in that yeah. moment, uh, you know, of having those conversations where we laugh about something or we, we poke fun at each other about yeah. something that happened to us and, and that's how we survive i mean yeah. i'm, I'm very fortunate to. to be in this business this long because i've had my run uh, of things that aren't cool for sure um, you know so and i had a when i was younger i had a bad accident um a gentleman passed away in the accident you know it was a it was a bad deal right and i remember you got well it was in lee summit but the fire department showed up first and uh, i mean it was like a hit and run like it was a bad thing i was 19 18 years old these guys showed up man and it was just like hey like we got it, you know, we're good, everything's yeah. good. Like here's, this is what we need to do. You know, it was almost like a calming nature. And we were, you know, cause at that age, like I was by myself. Like I was like, gosh, I, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, I was right. looking for something, you know, and then yeah. they showed up, okay, now everything's good. So yeah. you guys are, you guys have to be that guy, you know, those guys, right. no matter what the situation is, man, that's respect. Cause like, that's, that's hard. I, 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 it, it I can't would be say hard. no. How no? Probably no matter how much time you've been doing it, it probably doesn't ever get that much easier. Well, I right mean, there's here. times when you show up on scene and you're like, "Oh crap! Like, yeah. This is it's it's real. Like yes. it's go time." But you can't show it. Exactly. That's you what know, I'm saying. Because yeah. the people under you, if they see you You've panicking or as the man out. in charge panicking, then yes. you've lost the scene. Yep. You know, so you gotta you gotta keep a level head. Yeah. You gotta look confident. Yep. And you gotta make a decision. Yep. You know, you got you got to make decisions. You can't be on the fence about it. And you got to commit. You got to commit. When you, when you make a decision, you got to commit to it because yeah. yep. that will lose credibility real quick. Absolutely. You know, if you're going back and forth with something, man, and that's like I said, that's at a young age, I had a ton of respect for you guys. You know, just 
because again, like it was a it was a bad, you know. So it was uh, it was good comforting. So I mean, the reason good, good. <laughs> when you brought up you brought up uh, the humor and all that stuff. So Co- when I mentioned Cody earlier, Cody lives across <laughs> the street from me, and he gives me shit all the time because he's like, like okay, time out. Is this the guy that was that? Um, the one they fired, they didn't really fire him. I know, but is he is he friends with the guy right behind uh, the guy where yes. I where yes. I was at, and he was out there. Chad's a firefighter okay. too, okay. so I'm Chad's neighbor then. Gotcha. So, okay. so but the reason that it's funny you talk about humor is because he's like, dude, you gotta lighten up. You're you're softy because some of the shit he says to me jokes. I'm like, I am. I'm like, what the hell? What, like, what are you talking you? about, dude? Like, lay off. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, that that's just funny. So let's talk about yeah. um, real quick. And I don't even know how I don't know how important this is because I don't I don't know it I don't just from an insurance standpoint obviously that's what we do and from your guys' job with winter coming up house fires that that kind of thing what are like the most common things that you see people do that they shouldn't that cause issues as far as fires like with winter coming up is there anything specific that they do so. Um in my role, uh, what I've been doing over the years, I'm, I'm a fire investigator also. So I've investigated a ridiculous amount of fires. And it is, it's not specific to any one type of home. A lot of people are like, well, that, that area is more blighted or, or they're older homes or anything like that. Um, B-Shift had a house fire less than a month ago in an $800,000 home. And so it, it doesn't matter what kind of home that we're running we see the same consistent stuff uh, electrical issues are always a big one so we have space heaters that get plugged in um, it doesn't matter if you have less money or more money if you're cold you're the same person mm-hmm. that goes out and buys a, a, a heater that yep. you stick you know under your desk at home because now and, and that's a big issue that we've seen we've, a lot of people moving home setting up offices in their home and they'll run like in the basement they'll run yeah. space heaters uh, but they're overloading circuits too so we we see space heaters are always a consistent issue but then it's overloading of circuitry in their home so these residential homes that didn't used to support a full-time office mm-hmm. now these people that are setting up their own offices without anybody taking a look at it mm. they're running extension cords and they've got their their printer their laptop their pc their TVs, their DVDs, yeah. everything is plugged into this one box, and, and we're running yeah. electrical issues as well. So, okay. space heaters, electrical, those are huge. Um, still have a lot of people in this area because it, it's not a real big urban setting; it's more rural. We still have a lot of people that burn wood. So, and and that's not specific to certain homes either, because a lot of them are. A lot of people have these fireplaces that are super nice that are in these big open floor plans of their home that have a you know a sitting room with a dining area and a kitchen and in the middle of it they've got a fireplace and they're burning wood and um, I always love it because it's somebody that has lived in the city all their life and moved out here and went the first thing I'm gonna do this winter is burn something burn yeah, some, I'm, I'm gonna burn some wood. man it's gonna be great mm-hmm. to burn mm-hmm. some wood and crackling and everything uh-huh. yeah. uh, right up <laughs> until they set their house on fire yeah and then they're like uh, hey Jake we need your help yeah. so my house is literally burning it's burning yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've so, made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that that's a number of different things that they a lot of poor maintenance uh, and, yeah. and chimneys and flues and things like that so poor maintenance um, and then when they're lighting chimneys and doing that kind of stuff very poor decision making on how you accomplish getting your chimney going yeah. Uh, so yeah what about the gas inserts See, is, a that, lot of those is that an issue is that an issue because uh, not not as much with fires as it is gas yeah. leaks yeah. Um, yeah the way that they're constructed and put okay. together so I've always wondered that because there's been a 
couple times where my wife has left, uh, or maybe myself has left a uh -huh. one of those left the valve on. Yeah, yeah, left it on. Yeah, we, we we're not even the valve, but like the actual fire. Is, oh, gotcha. you know where it's it's sure. and I'll come home like three or four hours later. I'll be like, gosh, it's freaking hot in the house. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> oops. Whoops. Yeah, and even the space heater. I mean, Michaela puts on on her desk sometimes. Michaela has space heaters everywhere. So like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll like when we have company come over, you know, when we'll be in the basement, she'll get the space heaters going in the basement because it's kind of, you know, it's cold down there. Right. That's what I love about the basement, though. It's nice and cool. Oh, I love it, too. It's, no, not females. No. Everything. <laughs> I, we, we refer to that in our business as nursing home hot. Yes. So yeah. it's yes. like the second you crest the door, it's about 107 mm -hmm. in there. And females love it. They, yep. they love that heat. That's a good. That's <laughs> nursing good. home hot, man. Yeah, man. That's good. Yeah, I get hot easily. I want that thing below 70. Yeah. Like, keep, keep it so, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So those are really good. Um, anything else as far as just coming into wintertime that you guys would advise people? Like, just anything at all? Good. Gosh. Do, you, do you guys write uh, auto policy yeah. as well? Mm -hmm. So uh, as we get into wintertime, it, it is, we always say, just, just add water. Uh, you add rain, snow, sleet, ice people lose their mind uh, and completely forget how to drive yeah uh, yeah. that you, you've got the same people that, that live out here and it takes them 20 minutes to get to work and they believe that they can still reach that destination in 20 minutes with three inches of ice on the on the ground and so um, that becomes a huge issue for guys in operations as they start running tons and tons yep. of car wrecks and stuff of you know as we approach winter people need to yeah, because that's what budget, you guys budget their time a little bit better. Correct, and that's what you guys are running most of the time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, so I mean, I mean yeah, car wrecks, EMS calls, like yeah, car wrecks, yeah. yeah, a lot of car wrecks. Yeah, and, and if you, I mean, if you try to get out on the seven highway at Friday afternoon after like two o'clock, you're mm -hmm. gonna wait, and, and so people, once we get stuff on the ground, they, mm -hmm. they don't afford themselves the, the, extra time. the extra time to to get out or to move and do that kind of stuff. So we'll run a ton of car wrecks and. Yeah. Uh, the folks at Klein Auto Body love it. Um, we yeah. do not. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so you guys run? Is it just? Is it just Pleasant Hill District, right? I mean, it's not. Uh, hundred and one square miles. Okay. So we go all the way to two ninety one almost. Okay. Um, two hundred nineteenth Street down Seven Highway. Is there ever a time where you know another department will call you guys and need your guys' help or vice versa? Oh, is that yes. ever a thing sometimes? Uh, yeah. okay. Oh, yes. And, and, and that's a huge issue right now in the county. Because of the, uh, because of the shortage of, yeah. of people working. So um, communities around us are, are short-staffed, and so uh, we have to send resources to, yeah. to help them out. Because we're in a rural area. area you know, so you have a lot of you know, Holden, Kingsville. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know if they have their own departments or if it's only volunteer. Right. I don't, I'm not real familiar on how that stuff works. But yeah, I, I mean, even the larger that. departments. So, I so guess as you, right as you yeah, move south towards too, Harrisonville, yeah. uh, we spend a lot of time there yeah, uh, running time. running calls for them and, and things. And the issue there is is that we are, our people that live here in this community, they deserve and expect a certain service. So mm -hmm. it makes it hard to farm out our, our resources to sure. other communities when when our people here need to have that available to them so for sure, for sure so do you guys have any like trainings as well like for the culture stuff i mean like you know for like how to how to run a a, a healthy fire department you know because like on a on our end like we just think you know we call you guys you guys come up and help us save us and do our thing and that's it you know like right. it's not like a like you're talking about like it's a culture like it's a, it's just like every other job but i don't think the normal person probably views you guys as that right so is that stuff that you guys you know what departments will do well they'll go through like trainings on how to 
how to have a healthy culture? There is stuff that exists now, uh-huh. uh, and that is something that is having to change for our organization. Because yeah. for us, it, it really didn't. We were just relying on, on guys that either had some type of, of spiritual health and faith that, sure. that they that's how they survive or, or had other other things uh, which is why we're, we're experiencing yeah. a huge issue uh, in our service right now is, is that uh, we're losing more firefighters by year to suicide than we are even in the line of duty yeah uh, so a lot of mental health stuff a lot of a lot of behavioral yeah. health stuff and we've got to figure out a way to get better um, I, I just finished a, a conference call today, and, and Jake doesn't even know this yet. It's a, it's a new health and wellness program that we're working on as an organization. Uh, it's called All Clear. Uh, it's a national grant that was awarded to the University of Missouri, Kansas City, uh, and we were selected today as, a, as an organization to be uh, assisted with by All Clear um, okay. to, to help with mental health, to offer some things to our employees, to everybody yeah. within the service. Because um, it's not about just, I mean, I, I like Jake. He's a great guy. Sure. Uh, want him to be well, be healthy. Obviously, we know that physically he's very healthy because mm-hmm. he can, you know, pick up a he car. can pick up this oh, building. Stuff. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, we have to start looking at the mental health yeah. of our, of our and people and keeping them healthy. And that's a huge part of our culture. Is yeah. It's not about, it, these guys know what they're doing. So when they go out the door, I, I, we trust Jake with a ton of responsibility and he knocks that out of the park it's the other stuff that 70 percent of what we do is is in the building in the house and yeah. trying mm-hmm. to deal with personalities and deal with people and all that and that can be a huge huge hit to your your, your mental health 100 and yeah. and you know and i'm sure i don't know what the percentage looks like from you know men to female but like i know this is a thing that we you know we've talked about before but you know men you know, you're not supposed to have any issues. You're supposed to be strong and, you know, yeah, everything man. is good. We're but tough. that's not how, you know what I mean? That's that's right. that's what it gets people is right. because they don't think they can go talk to somebody because they got to be that guy. Yeah, there's, still, there's a stigma. Huge. Yeah, but that's, what, I mean, I think at this point, everybody's breaking that cycle. And out of anything, like your guys' you know, industry is, is huge for that because you guys are dealing with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. a lot of bad stuff. So um, that's and why it, I thought it, that. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, I, I think... Uh, I, I just know specifically about our job uh, market, but like with our people, it, it is predominantly men th- that are the biggest role players in, in this organization. We have we have lots of females that work with us, but um, what I know specifically about men is is that we do struggle with things, mm-hmm. um, and we have the greater tendency to make really bad decisions <laughs> when we're dealing with stuff poorly. Hundred uh, percent. So we don't. There's that stigma of man, we don't want to we don't want to show any kind of vulnerability or weakness or anything like that. So we deal with stuff in the worst way possible. Emotional maturity levels. Yeah. My emotional maturity levels sucks. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> I get it. You, you know, it. but dead, so. but that's that's yeah. one of the things that you just don't talk about a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that's good. Sure. That, that's good to hear. I mean, because like yeah. I said, that uh, I feel like that's super important. Yeah. Well, let's talk about. We're gonna shift gears here. Cool. So. Chiefs lost yesterday. They sucked really badly. That was terrible. The Missouri Tigers. They Missouri did. They, um, but they those had, Jayhawks. That's yeah. what I was getting ready to get to. The Jayhawks, as much as it kills me to say, are really freaking fun to watch this year. So Jaylen Daniels. Yeah, yeah, what's the difference? What do you think? I mean, you, you watch all the time, so culture. 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 Yeah. Back to culture. Lance Leipold <laughs> comes in there year two, gets a bunch of transfers and mm-hmm. changes the culture and they're rolling. Yeah, they're rolling. I, did, did they have a good crowd on Saturday? 
and Lawrence was it sold out? I, it was sold I believe out. it was completely sold out really? on Thursday. Wow! First time since 2019. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so when you're four and zero now. That's more games. So they've already surpassed. It's more games like than won the last ten years. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's first awesome. time they've four and zero since '09, yeah. I believe. Gosh dang. That's well, awesome. just remember this. Okay? That's cool. That's fun. That's in exciting. the best yeah. year. In the best year that KU's ever had, they still didn't beat Missouri that year. So at mm-hmm. football, that, that, is, football. that is true. Yeah, that's that was true. probably bad. When, when was last time Missouri and KU been. played each other? That was '07. Uh, was whenever they had the game at Arrowhead, which was like Brad's time. Oh, okay. okay. One of the, one of the guys that uh, played for KU basketball last year had put something out that men's sports at KU has not suffered a loss since like February. February, I think. That's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. to argue. We can't. <laughs> there's no comeback that we can say. Right. Right. I mean, four no, that's better than record than Mizzou. No, yeah, Mizzou, Mizzou's trash. Mizzou's yeah. trash. No, for that's sure. Well, and you that's know awesome. what's funny about that too is Mizzou fans always did that SEC, right? Mm-hmm. SEC. How bad did they lose the K State? <laughs> like you're you can't right. you can't even say that right yeah. now this season. No. There's no argument here, man. We're, we're just we got we got our tails between our legs here, man. Like, no, they'll be nothing. fine. It is what it is. They'll be good. No, but the best thing that's going right now football is the Pleasant Hill Roosters. They're yeah, freaking roosters. crushing, rolling, it. rolling. Yeah. And your son's a junior. Yep. Stud. Is he, he's D tackle, right? Or yeah, he's D tackle on the line. Big boy. He likes to eat. He likes the weight room. Is he bigger so. than you? He's not yet. Be. He is. Oh, like okay. I mean, I'm only he's two. big. Yeah, I'm only probably 230. He's okay. 265. Oh, wow. Okay, so he is he's a big a, boy. He's a big boy. He's squatting like 500 pounds. He just turned 16 end of June, too. Gosh. Yeah, so I mean, he should probably are. actually be a sophomore. We probably Wow. That's awesome, back man. A little bit. Yeah, they, you, they have a solid deal because they got Brody Colors right Brody there. Brody Colors. He's like a first team All State. And Easton Cotter, Johnny Cox, yeah, they, Carter yeah. Hall. Now, have all these kids been playing together since Little League? Uh, pretty much. So Braden, my boy, started in fifth grade. Okay. So we've kind of followed him. That's when we moved to Pleasant Hill from Lee Summit. Okay. Been following since. And then they what? What's uh, Roe Easton? Is yeah, that Easton Rowe. Okay. So but he's a he's a he's a big dude, isn't he? He's a stud quarterback. I mean, yeah, but arm. he's pretty stout too. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So and and I I know a lot of the guys on the staff really well, and the coaching staff really well, and one of the and he goes right into culture like we're talking about, but. I hear it all the time from them, like whenever you're talking about the difference in just this team, and obviously we're on the outside, we don't, we're not seeing practices, mm-hmm. we're not seeing mm-hmm. the game prep, all that stuff too. So like, with with you as just a parent, which you're you're biased because you're a parent, right. what do you see on the from the big picture of like why is this team so good? What do you think? Well, I mean, it does start at the top. These coaches care about the boys, and it shows. We see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, it starts with that. They're hitting the weight room hard. I mean, hard. And that that's the foundation. I mean, yep. the boys are coming in bigger, faster, stronger. Um, and it's they're, they're creating a culture that's going back to the younger kids. Yep. So they're bringing in, like, they're doing, like, coaching clinics with other coaches from 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, or, you know, 8th, ninth, they're in high school. But, mm-hmm. um, and they're just, they're building that foundation from an earlier age. And, and it's I mean, Pleasant Hill football is not going to drop off no. anytime soon. And that's like back when we were in school, you know, in like '09. Um, you know, we had a good Pleasant Home had what five or six years where they yeah, were we really had a really good, good stretch. Um, yeah. We had some good athletes too, um, and it wasn't necessarily the 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 weightlifting and the training on that side. You know, like it wasn't like that was not that was not there. You know, you you had to show up and you did your thing. But I don't remember anybody. Just coming in there and being just a workout, you know, fanatic. You know, like yeah. it was the guys in there just 
you know, every once in a while you get a guy in there working out hard, but it wasn't a thing. Yeah. And I feel like now, you know, there's so many people that are all about health and fitness. Like I see over at the gym over here, man, like I know that there's football players, you know, coming in after they're done practicing or whatever. Well, I'll give you an example. Out. I mean, I've got a three-car garage just full of weights, right? Yeah. My oldest boy can go out there anytime he wants. He does. Mm-hmm. Four o'clock this morning, he met a friend over there at Anytime Fitness yeah. and lifted weights at four o'clock yeah. this morning. I see him all the over all the time, especially, I mean, now it's kind of slowed down because it's season, mm-hmm. but before I know, I knew that there was camp going on. And next thing you know, I see these guys come in. I'm like, man, these guys are, that was not anything we did. Right. You know, we just went to practice and practice. And well, and I, I think it. listening to, to Jake and just other people around too, that we, we talk about the firehouse, that the kitchen tables kind of where, where we learn about each other and kind mm-hmm. of figure out how to how to do life and that kind of junk. I think the weight room has become that for some of these boys that, 100%. man, their, their bonds and their relationships, yeah. They, yeah. they found their place and that just happens to be the weight room. So 100%. they're slinging weight. And there's no better out, place to you know? be than that. Sure. You know? I mean, well, that's a, you know what the weight room really builds? I always tell my boy, I was like, the biggest muscle you build in the weight room is your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. You get confidence, it's a scary 100%. thing for an athlete. 100%. And I've always said this before. I think I've even, I know I've said it to you. I've always thought, and this is a totally different way of thinking, but I've always thought, man, if a guy's got some big old freaking thighs on him, that's the guy you want to have working for you. Sure. Right? Because you know that it takes a lot to get some big old legs on you to do train your legs out. You know, <laughs> yeah. so that guy's a hard ass worker. Yeah. We know that for sure. So, because um, I love, I mean, we love, I love working out too. And um, that wasn't something that, we even really knew about back in it's a different it's a different time yeah i mean it's a different time and programs i mean it, it was they've so evolved man yeah they evolved so if, if 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 we're not doing the things that everybody else mm-hmm. is doing and trying to do them better mm-hmm. then yeah you're just you're just falling behind and when i made the comment to you a second ago about you being a biased parent you i, I follow your stuff on facebook the coolest part about you is you're coming at everything from literally the most positive standpoint like you're, you're always you're, anything that you do on Facebook with a post about football, it's all positivity. There's no, there's no blaming. There's no upset with anything. It's just how do you, how do you get better? How do you constantly, yeah. you know, motivate yourself, motivating other people, all those types of things. If so, I'm negative and I show negativity to my boys playing football, they're gonna, they're gonna get that that vibe from me, you know, and yeah. it's gonna rub off on them. You know, he's the thing about my oldest boy is he worked his butt off for mm-hmm. where he is right now. Yeah. You know, he didn't sit around and and you know wait for it to happen or anything. He just went and got it. Yep. He went and took it, and he was positive. He knew that he had to work hard. He wasn't a good football player his freshman year. I mean, he wasn't. Yeah. But he knew he knew what he needed to do. Makes it even better though. Yeah, we stayed positive. We we didn't complain about his playing time his freshman year. We just said we need to go to work. Let's get in the gym. Yeah, that's what awesome. And yeah. it, it seems like there's a team full of those right now. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and that's the that's the difference. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I, that's kind of where I thought we would end up, and that's exactly where mm-hmm. where you put it. So um, that's cool. Yeah. So they got homecoming this week with homecoming. Oak Grove. Yep, Oak and, Grove. Um, and then I think it's Center. Okay, I thought Center was at the very end, but I think I think you're right. No, Warrensburg and then Center, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Warrensburg, huh? How did they match yeah. up against Oak Grove? Yeah. I don't know anything about Oak Grove. Right? Oak Grove likes to run the ball. They line up old school football. If they still mm-hmm. do this year, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. In the last in the last few years, it's like old school T formation. A lot of 
wishbone type stuff so what happened in odessa i thought that was going to be a lot closer i mean in odessa's odessa now they've lost a lot of kids okay yeah they graduate a lot of kids but i mean they've been the gold standard i don't they probably haven't been beat like that in over a decade that's what i mean even back in the day like they were like that before the game i mean i had a certain i've got a buddy that lives out in odessa and he was already shooting me messages was like hey this is going to be a all-out battle yeah, like, I th- and I dude, think, really, I, you know, we talked about that too. He's like, man, it's gonna be a good game. When we I talked to the, the trainers like, from both sides, we, which we do when we do the standbys. We talked to the trainers, and both of the trainers were like, "Be ready," because we think there's gonna be blood. You know, like it's awesome. gonna yeah. be crazy. And then it was not. I mean, there was a couple. I mean, that first quarter was kind of they just playing good hard ball, and somebody, had, I think it was even the police chief, was like, "Ah, this may be a long night for both of them." You know, a lot of hard fought, and that was a great quarter. And then Pleasant Hill said, absolutely not. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's get after it. Yeah. One of the things that, that, that I've heard um, from a couple of the guys that I know is their biggest challenge is keeping them humble because they, they are good. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. And I think watching the Harrisonville game, anybody that had seen the first couple weeks was going in the Harrisonville game thinking, eh, maybe we have a chance to just roll Harrisonville, which doesn't really happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. They had a heck of a battle on yeah. that. So I know – they yeah. overlooked Harrisonville a little bit. And it, that didn't happen Friday because the, the expectation on our side, like mm-hmm. from the guys that I talked to, was no, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a battle. And obviously yeah, I mean, the kids went in thinking that. And it's a bunch of 16, 17-year-old boys, you know. There's still a bunch of, bunch of kids. So. A bunch of egos. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can only – I mean, shoot at 30, we, we got egos. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Dusty go at each other sometimes in here. So. Well, I mean, you, um, got, you got the Kansas City Chiefs going into you know, an Indianapolis team that mm-hmm. – yeah. I really thought they were exact same them. thing. So. Football's unpredictable, especially in high school. But yeah, that center game, that's the one pencil. Hopefully we don't overlook Oak Grove and Warrensburg, but I think center's like that's ranked a big four, one. I think, in class four. Oh, right? really? Oh, wow. So they're, they're steamrolling everyone. That's here in Pleasant Hill. Okay, yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good so one. That's a good one to go to. And I feel like it sounds like you guys have just a bunch of good, like solid players. I mean, it, yeah, it's is, just there, is, there, is there just is there any like a – like a bunch of standouts, or is it just a bunch of just good solid there, standouts? Dudes. I mean, it's it's all hardworking dudes. We're we're solid all the way around. But I mean, we have our standouts. Yeah, Brady Bush is just he's he's a different animal. Really, Brody Kohler, a different animal. But um, gosh, on the line we got Sam Driscoll, just pancakes hmm. everyone. So. Um, Dude, that's awesome. That's yeah. such a fun feeling. We're we're solid all the way around. There's no weaknesses as long as they play for each other with each other. Yeah. Keep their minds yeah. right. But they kept a lot of people from last year, though, yeah. right? Like, you guys, I mean, that was a young team last year, and they did well last year, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they we, went We lost some way. studs, but people just stepping up. Yeah. Returned a lot. Yeah, culture. Culture. Consistency. Yeah. All culture. about that culture. It's going good. Hamilton's doing great. Yeah, he's, better. he's awesome. We got to keep him. He's awesome. He's, he's, he's And I got to speak for uh, Coach Shainer, yep. too. I mean, he's my son's position coach. He's awesome. We couldn't have had a better position. He was your beast back in the day. Was he? Mm-hmm. Andrew he's is a big dude. He's smart, dude. Real smart. Yeah, you can tell. And there's nobody that you would want your kid to play for more than him. Oh, like my son loves him. He's the, one really? of the best people yeah. I've ever met. Literally would do anything for anybody, and I, he loves. I know he loves him. I mean, he talks. He talks. We talk about football every single week, um, yeah. and he he loves his guys. So my, my son's always good. playing for him. We got blessed that we have him for a position. Is Gasper? Is he still coaching? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Gasper. Okay. Gasper. I always had a ton of respect for Gasper. He, uh, yeah, I just always, I always liked him. He, I played D on D, or I played D for him, and he, uh, 
when you've been coaching high school football for 20 something years Mm -hmm. there's you have to love it you have to love the people so um, yeah oh yeah that's something he probably never even knew you know how much you know it it, it made a change on that so character wise and everything so you got anything else to ask we good i think we're good our uh Camera shut off again. Both of them. Yeah, we've been talking for a while, probably. Yeah. Oh, well. It's all good. Well, guys, thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah, I appreciate guys. it. Thank you. I really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it's been good. Our pleasure. It's been yeah. a lot. Actually, I was wondering. I was like, what are we gonna? How are we gonna talk for this long? And I feel well, like we, we talked longer talking. than I thought. Yeah. I mean, so, we were gonna try and keep it 15, 20 minutes, but we get bad with that. We'll get to talking. Yeah. About there's lots to talk about, especially yeah. when you're football. Trying, what we're trying to do with this, like, we're just trying to. I mean, just one like talking this is fun you know this sure. is fun hearing your guys' stuff and 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 hopefully get some you know the audience to see different personalities and everything like that everybody feels comfortable well, while trying to keep it local too so yeah. and it's good what you guys are doing with the whole community not just with us you know yeah. bringing us in but bringing everyone in we're trying i mean this is out of our this is out of my comfort zone like getting on camera and doing just like this is off so i know it's yeah. I don't know if it's normal for you guys or not, but um, I mean, this guy's a pro at it. I, I say, man, so good. On the other side of the state line, we the fire department that I worked for had a media division. So okay, uh, um, okay. I, I transferred into media for eighteen months. And, okay, and did, yeah, okay. did a bunch of that. So okay, so you uh, are here. Spent here. spent yeah. a lot of time behind a camera, on a camera, running a board, doing yeah. all that kind of stuff. It was being a fireman and learning that aspect of it because the the fire department was a it was a corporation and we were contracted with the city to provide fire service hmm. so the fire service there we the guy that I worked for Marty DeShield was the executive producer for ESPN and oh, so wow. we we filmed Bassmasters all of the firefighter challenge stuff we had four different contracts hmm. with ESPN so it was it was great for my career learning 100% how to do all that kind of stuff 100% and learning how to do public information and um, that is something I think that our, our district lacked a little bit mm-hmm. and, and we're getting better at that of trying to step into utilizing social media yeah. a little bit to, to just interact with people yeah. and it's a big thing yeah, yeah. I mean the so, community had no idea what we did no. around here yeah. they, I mean yeah. there's probably a lot of the community that thinks we're a Pleasant Hill Fire Department mm-hmm. you know and always serves Pleasant Hill mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. can't tell you how many people would come to me and be like, why'd you guys build your station all the way down south of town? Like, that's far away from everyone. Well, really, it's when you look at our middle. district on the map, it's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Right off 58 and 7 Highway, yeah. we can get anywhere. Yeah. And that people still struggle to, to realize that we don't, we're not affiliated with the city. So mm-hmm. we're, we're our own standalone subdivision and um, run our own business. And, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys. Man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Seriously, thank you for having us. Yeah. Thanks for coming on and what you guys do on a day-to-day basis. So, no, appreciate it. Okay. All right. That's a wrap. Go Roosters.